Welcome to FeastPod, the podcast where we talk about whatever we fucking want. Come join me, Kanong, and me, Sarah Davidson, for entree, main, and dessert, and take a seat at our table. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get started. Um, I'm quite nervous about today. I know. <laughs> I was about to start the episode by saying, welcome back to Mickey's Lunch Boxer. Hey! We need a jingle. <laughs> I know. We need like something like that. It's the face. It's the face. I don't know. <laughs> no, this is Why so bad. So this is such a weird way to start because I'm really nervous. Um, Why are we like that? It's been so long. It's been very long and also... We have a special guest today. We do have a special guest today. And it is a big main course. I know. And I, I feel like it, like having Matt on makes me nervous. Also because you know I am just going to pester the oh, two Oh, you're going to be so annoying. I'm going to be so annoying. You're going to be so annoying. I am going to be so annoying. It's <laughs> just going to be my text messages but in real life. Yeah, 100%. It's going to be like you guys are on the live and I'm the like annoying troll being like. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to keep our entree pretty short today just because yeah. we're going to go into a deep dive of our own episode without a guest. Yes. Um, the, the next episode will be our update on everything since yeah. the last episode that we've done over the holidays. I know. We took a little bit of a break. <laughs> I love how it started as two weeks and then we were just like, we're just busy. Oh, we're just doing stuff. How, okay. We'll talk about it next week, but how busy was January? Bananas. Anyway, so this week yes. was uh, <laughs> Valentine's Day. It was. Yes. You had the cutest Valentine's Day. Valentine's Day for me just fell on a Tuesday and Matt and I see each other on Tuesdays. That's cuddle night. Yes, that's cuddle which night. Which we will discuss. Well, yeah, yeah where we all just we just have dinner. Mickey's sometimes there, but sometimes he's not. Yeah. And then Matt and I watch a horror movie. Do you watch horror? Yeah. Is it really horror that you watch on movie nights? Yeah, because I... I hate horror movies. I can't watch horror movies alone. Oh, yeah, no, neither. Uh, yeah, I so, can't watch them at all. No, so that's why I have like uh, on cuddle night because then I've got a big strong man that will protect me. <laughs> Although he gets scared sometimes. I was going to say, I don't scared. think he would be that big and tough in the middle of a horror movie. Oh, and He's I, a big teddy bear. Babe, I literally get in. Like, <laughs> I'm like, I, I, I shrink to the size I of a pea. And like, I just like, sometimes when I get really scared, I don't even look at the TV. I just put my head into it. Yeah, like you a can't. Pillow, You're like, I'm no. Like, nah, we're not doing this. What do you watch? Like um, Texas Chainsaw kind of horror or like The Ring? Like the alien ring. horror? No, The Ring. Oh, I, I, I don't, I don't I like slashes. That. Yeah, okay. Because that's more gory than yeah, horror. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah, I, we okay. watch like horror. Ooh. So, yeah, Matt came over and I did, I was like, oh, I'll make it for this time. Because usually I just make whatever food and just serve mm. to Mickey and whatever as well. But I was like, you know what? I'm going to like make some like chocolate strawberries and like. I, I know. I was just like being so cute. cute. And then like both of the boys were like, yeah, we want pork belly. So I did rice pepper I rolls. I love how they just demand like can't – I would like this. I kind of want rice pepper rolls again. Anyway, um, yeah, we did that. We watched the movie and, yeah, it was it was really nice. The night before I actually had already seen him because I was lonely. You had double cut and Yeah, because I was lonely and I needed comforting. Oh, honey. Because I, it was like it's been a big work month. Yeah. And so yeah, I was just like – Yeah, what the fuck this year? I like know. it's crazy. Anyway, so that was my Valentine's Day. What did you do? It was really cute. We had a really <laughs> – low-key valentine's day like mm. we celebrate it every year even though it's like corny it's just such a nice day to even with your friends i feel like it's love day it's mm. just like a day to acknowledge all the people that you love and especially when this is our 14th valentine's day oh my gosh 14 imagine if you had a child at the beginning of that they would be 14 um Oh, my God. We would have a 14-year-old. That is messed up. <laughs> but, yeah, I think after 14 years, it's really nice, even though it is really corny, and I know some people hate on Valentine's Day, it's really nice to have a day in the year where 
you make the effort to have date night. Yeah, you don't yeah, yeah. book anything else. You don't have events. You don't have like work calls or anything else. And normally <laughs> we go out to dinner. Like we'll, sometimes we get a hotel, but normally we'll go to Nobu, which is our like mm. Valentine's Day date thing that we do. But we forgot to book it this year because January oh. was so busy. We just like forgot that it was February already. Yeah, dude. Didn't even book anything. And then I was like, you know what? It would be so lovely because Nick was away for the UFC over the weekend, which was – I. Do not understand. Don't understand it. I know, but all the boys went. I saw, Every I saw boy that. in Melbourne was there. I was like, I no, don't even understand. He had the audacity to come home and be like, I'm getting a headache. I was like, you had a margarita at 8 a.m. on a Sunday. That's why. <laughs> That's why. And because he'd been away, it was just really nice. We just were at home with Paul. We took the dog for a walk. We had takeaway, watched a movie. Oh, lovely. So simple. That's ideal. Yeah, it actually was did, really lovely. Wait, did Bran send you Valentine's Day things? Yeah, we got a lot of lovely that, chocolate. Yeah, I found champagne. that so strange. Yeah, but didn't you think it was cute? It was really cute, except for like, I got a box with a vibrator in it. Oh my god! But it wasn't like it wasn't for a male, so it was you like you got like a clit sucker. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and like, what am I gonna do with this? Yeah, literally, I was like, do your research. That's interesting. What are you supposed to gift it to someone? I don't know. Do you want it? Can I have it? Yeah, you can have it. You can have it. Like I'm like I don't want it. Why would I know? Oh, I know the one. Yeah, that's really yeah, interesting. Yeah, like yeah, 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 like, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember seeing that and being like, hmm, interesting. Yeah, I, I find gifting in general quite interesting. I think it's it's like I think that landscape's changed a lot now. Like I got like underwear, chocolates, like all of this stuff, and like mm. candles and things, which I really liked. And then I was like. And then this. And then this, I don't have a clitoris. So yeah, what like, am I going to do with this? I don't know what to do with this. And then I was literally like, do I give this to someone? I'm like, you should have given it. It's like a Galentine's present. Yeah, but like to who? But like just you. Like I don't know yeah. anyone else. Yeah, <laughs> yeah huh? I'm like, yes, yeah, dude. I, I don't have your friends. Your girlfriend. I'm like, I don't have friends. But yeah, so that's. It was cute. We, we had a cute time. I just couldn't believe it was the 14th of February. Like my brain was like when Valentine's delivery started coming, mm. I was like, why? Like. This is so early. So I felt early. It, like it was so obnoxious. Like when you see um, hot cross buns in the supermarket, I'm like, April is so far away. But then oh, I realized it was yum. like the next day. I actually just did a video for hot cross buns. Did you really? Yeah, where I put marshmallows in them and dark chocolate and then I put them Do you in. Know what's really weird about me? I hate marshmallows. Hate them. It was just sugar. Yeah, I just don't. You know, I don't like lollies. Yeah, yeah. Chocolate though, I can I can do chocolate. Well, it was Nutella in the hot cross bun Ooh, with a layer okay. of marshmallows and then melted chocolate on top. Okay, I could do and that. And then like you just squeezed it and then it was oh like, God, Mickey yummy. had four. Oh my God. Four of them. I also love how Mickey was at your Valentine's Day. Like the three of you just had this cute little Valentine's well, Day. Because he was like, he had a date and then he was like, wait, I forgot that it was Valentine's Day. So he changed his date to a so Monday. So it wouldn't be on Valentine's Day. Yeah, because he's like, this is weird. <laughs> Mickey. Well, it is kind of weird if you're only on like a second or third date with yeah, someone and yeah. it's Valentine's Day. Yeah. Okay, but. Isn't it weirder if you are dating and you don't get them a rose or something? Like, yeah, but isn't then that weird? I don't think they're dating. I okay, think it's like okay, their okay. second date or third yeah, date. Okay, like it's like soon. it's very soon. Yeah, and then I, I don't know. So he was like, "I'll stay at home and just join you guys." And I was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna set this <laughs> okay. up so it looks like you're just third wheeling." So Which like, he hundred percent looked like I literally. Third wheeling. Yeah, <laughs> I was literally like, I put a flower in front of him, so he was not really in this shot. But it was. But then obviously after cute, I filmed it, I took the flower away and he sat sure he and just we ate. Sure he did. Sure he did. Yeah. And then he went to the gym. Like, Oh, my God. Well, I know that those kind of stories lately have been sparking a lot of questions about our guests. So I feel like it's, it's time, time. <laughs> okay, let's to bring, bring in, in main course. Which is a really delicious main course today. It's it a is. big and juicy main course today. <laughs> I would even call it an interstellar main course. 
<laughs> I hate you. <laughs> like, I really hate you, Sarah. Um, yeah, so our main But you don't today, hate our main course. No, I love our main course. Our main course today is Dr. Matt Agnew, <laughs> astrophysicist. <laughs> Space yeah, no, thank you. Hello. <laughs> Welcome to the show. Feeling very interstellar after that intro. Is it really weird that like we're doing this because it's like quite formal? It seemed quite formal. It's very formal. Like, eh, we've had dinner that many times, like the three of us. Yeah, no, it's um, it's definitely a bit jarring. I think yeah. after you've got a very casual, comfortable, you know, friendship, and then suddenly you kind of escalate into, all right, let's. This rigid. is a very casual, comfortable podcast. Yeah, though. no, no. As I you th- all soon see, there are no rules or limits, or yeah, I mean, we'll go. Anywhere and everywhere. I'm so excited for this one. Going yeah, it's anywhere and everywhere. Really deep dive. <laughs> <laughs> Into the black hole. Ew! Sarah, okay. First up, no, we can't just be laughing the entire we can. episode. We can. We can a lot. Like We can work it through. Okay. Can I, we just talk about the fact that you're a published author? Yes, yes. I still kind of, I don't think, I feel weird saying it. Mm. Like, I'm an author or I'm a writer. It's kind of a weird... I don't know. It doesn't feel like I but am. But you're fine with being a doctor. I mean, yeah. I guess. I mean, there's more <laughs> I'm like confusion a there. Doctor. Yeah, the more confusion there because you can lead to you know have problematic situations on, on an airplane if yeah. someone's looking for a doctor. If you've kind of checked in, it's the Ross with from the Friends situation. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Situation. I'm a paleontologist. <laughs> so I, I, I definitely I, I don't use the prefix doctor when I'm. Traveling. Check in, but sometimes my management does, and then I'm, I'm oh, always kind no. of hoping that there's no issues Have or they medical. Ever asked? They haven't. I've got a friend who's got a PhD, and he's had it happen to him, and it was a very embarrassing situation. I'm sorry, I cannot help medically <laughs> exactly. anything. Sorry, at I'm, all. I'm not a physician. I'm a uh, doctor of philosophy. Okay, <laughs> yeah. so re- really random, but like we're talking about doctors and flying. When you have it booked under doctor and miss or Mister, does it affect your status points? Oh, that's a good question. I'll actually like not actual share. status points or like street creds. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah. Because like, like when Lena or someone books my name with a spelling mistake, I don't get those status points because they're like it's not the same person that's traveling. So if the pre- oh. if your prefix is different, like it does, is it the same thing? I think so. I mean, I haven't verified this, but I, I do like. As I'm you in said, the street. Uh, yeah, like do people my treat rep you kind of, you know, Are escalates like, me high. Yeah, doctor, doctor in the I house. Think it's sexy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like I only. He yeah. clearly thinks it's sexy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Like, I definitely I'm leading to it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I only slid into your DMs because of the doctor title. <laughs> I'm so excited to talk about you sliding into his DMs. But, <laughs> but first, we'll talk about that later, yeah. can you explain to us before we get into the book because? It's important to go through what astrophysics actually is because we all kind of know the word and we mm. all say it's not rocket science, but then we actually don't really know anything Wait, else. Is astrophysics actually rocket science? It's not, no. Okay, yes. but, but like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. See, like none of us really know. Yeah. We're like, there's all these spacey terms, yep. and not many people actually like. It's a privilege to know an astrophysicist in real life. And like, you know, when I was out in the middle of the Northern Territory looking through his telescope, I'm like, I have a friend who's actually going to appreciate what this means. What do you do? What is astrophysics? And what does being a doctor of astrophysics mean? So astrophysics is the study of basically the large and small scale structure of the universe, of space. Oh, my God, so existential. And the specific <laughs> area of astrophysics I, I worked in and researched in was planetary science. So looking at planets outside of the solar system, understanding habitability, what does it mean for a planet to be habitable. My specific research was about trying to find potential places we could look to find other planets like Earth. Like where we, so, like we could live on Mars, where we that could kind li- of thing. Yeah, yeah. <gasps> I mean, so sexy. Isn't it? I know, like, <laughs> like, why did really I not sexy. know this already? <laughs> like, like, like this is the thing. When Matt speaks about like 
astrophysics and like planets, I'm like, it is so hot. But <laughs> Talking do, planets to me. I'm like, can you do more of it? Because yeah, it's actually really it. attractive. I, I need to do, I know you've, you've been egging me on to get involved in TikTok and do the kind of sexy science thing. I 100% do really you need, need to do the sexy scientist. Yeah, so I'll, I'll hound sexy science. I was not pumping up my own tides. 100% sexy scientist. <laughs> sexy science, not sexy scientist. Yeah, other planets drawn arrogant. on my ass. <laughs> yeah. uh, right? Oh, my God. Can <laughs> Would we, that not can go we, viral? Can we actually draw planets on your abs? <laughs> Solar system to it. scale on his to abs. It's <laughs> a one to three thousand million yeah. to try to scale. This crevice this of abs. Yeah. <laughs> this nipple. <laughs> I think there's definitely something here. There's, yeah, there's, there's I think it would yeah. go viral 100%. You <laughs> need to get young kids hole. into science. <laughs> you already made that joke. Oh oh yeah, I'm going again. It's just low hanging fruit, the black yeah. hole. <laughs> Is it low hanging? Well, okay, yeah, that's also low hanging Wow. Wow. Fun. <laughs> so your book yes. is obviously bringing together a lot of your expertise about space and the planets and habitability and, and Jupiter and Jupiter and Uranus. Less about Uranus. <laughs> no, less I, I, I about about Jupiter. Jupiter. There's a lot about Jupiter. There's a whole chapter dedicated to Jupiter. I read. So what made you write a book? Yeah, it kind of. I don't think it was really on my radar initially. The opportunity arose through my management had some existing relationships with publishers, and obviously. Not not space, but in particular the idea of aliens and life beyond Earth. It's very, We've got aliens. Can we talk about aliens? We can, yes. But it's it's very like I think everyone has that kind of curiosity about it. Everyone has that childlike mm-hmm. curiosity about aliens. It never really leaves us from when 100%. we're kids. And so it's a, an area where, granted, I wasn't searching for aliens per se, but it's very easy to kind of flex my research a little more into that direction. And then that gives you kind of a hook that, that really pulls people in because you yes. kind of – you know, and I pump it up a little bit, leading it a lot of creative license. You, to get people involved in science, they've got to be excited and engaged yeah. and enjoying it. So, yeah, I think the the book came up. I was doing a show at the Adelaide Fringe back in 2020. One of the representatives from the publishing house came and attended and checked it out and loved the content and said, I think this would translate really well into a book. And it all went from there. It was a long Wait, process. So you public spoke about space. I did. I did. That is so scary. It is. I know. It's like How- we public speak about like random shit, like our life. Yeah. You're public speaking about scientific facts. <laughs> yeah. they, have to, they have to be correct. They do. They I'm do. Like, it's a teaspoon issue. Could have been a tablespoon. Don't know. <laughs> I'm like, um, self-doubt, comparison, like making this shit up. Who knows? Intangible concepts. Totally fine. Yeah. Whoa. No, it's, 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 it's something I've really loved doing even from much earlier, like long before I was uh, thrown into the public eye. I did public lectures to libraries and universities and I talked more so about my research. And it was probably a little more little more technical, a little yeah. less, I kind of call it now edutainment. Um, but, yeah, I've kind of tried to adapt it more in that, that way so people, you know, it's much more accessible, it's yeah. much more entertaining and it, it kind of reels people in and gets them excited about science again. So I, I know about your book. I had a look through the two copies that I have. <laughs> I browsed. No, I, I, I know the subject matters. Do you want like, a Cliff's Notes? I yeah, can really yeah, yeah, pull yeah. something together. Just some dot points. But Just throw I, some dot points together. I have a question. Can a 12-year-old what read this? Yeah, so that's kind of uh, – I've, I've had a lot of mums ask, you know, is this age appropriate for, for their children? And mm. I kind of typically say at 12 is probably – 
at the, the, the lowest age. I think yeah, okay. Before that, there's a lot of kind of fundamental science. That's, it's hard to build up yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, what we're talking about without that. So in saying that, I have had some parents reach out and they've had their, their child as young as 10 read it and enjoy it. And right. so I think- If they're if, really excited about If they're about really science, excited right. and they're already kind of, you know, really immersed in themselves in it, I think you could definitely flex down to kind of 11 or 10. See, I, I found- Jupiter, because that was the one, the one chapter that I actually read. Um, <laughs> Jupiter, um, really easy to read, and I think that I read at the level of a ten year old. <laughs> so so I, that was my my question. Yeah, was yeah, right yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, this, this is this is a good. Yeah, like you've you've verified that it is successful because that's yeah. the exact thing. I wanted people who there's no assumption of having a scientific background. You don't need a degree in science. You don't even need to have done a load of science in high school. Mm. You just need to have a passing interest in science and and probably a childlike curiosity that is somewhere dormant. So I um like this is more so that like we're explaining the book in a way that I think people can Get excited about science, yeah, yeah, because yeah, like, because like, I was like, okay, it's a book about space, and then I read it, and I was like, oh my god, this is really cool because when you talk about the moon, uh, there's a lot on the moon, there's a lot on Earth, but Jupiter was what got me super excited because the, the his theory on Jupiter, or like the the theory that he explains it about Jupiter, is that like without Jupiter, our Earth might not be here. Because I love how you're like, am I saying it right? Yeah, is it I know what I'm trying to say. Because Jupiter is so large that the gravitational pull is really large, <gasps> and it means that like it's protecting us. Are you proud? From, I'm so you're proud, proud, Dad. I'm so proud right now. <laughs> from comets and asteroids. So like, once like these foreign bodies are flying through space, Jupiter's gravitational pull pulls them in, so they don't crash into Earth. That is fucking wild. This 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 is exact. This is I'm getting so goosebumps. Excited. Now. Look how excited! So excited! You turned on. I am. I am. But you know what? I think this is why you have such a special place in this world of getting people who we're all fundamentally really interested in the world around us. Mm-hmm. But once it's framed as like nerdy science, people who don't have a science brain are like, "Oh, that's not for me." But because we don't think that someone who has a public profile, was on The Bachelor, is on Instagram, does public speaking, we don't think that person could also be an astrophysicist. Yeah. You have this like beautiful ability to be like, I'm not your typical nerdy science guy, but I can hook you in by making it interesting in a way that like it, all of us are like, mm. oh, my God, tell me more about Jupiter. Like that is so cool. Mm. But if a really typically nerdy science guy came and like gave you a paper on Jupiter, we wouldn't read it. So I think it's no. so cool that you're using that unique position where you kind of like straddle two worlds. No, thank you. That's very, yeah, the- very kind. Flattery will get you everywhere. <laughs> no, that's uh, sweet will get you everywhere. Yeah, I mean that too, yeah, sweets and flattery. But yeah, and I straddling think- and will yeah, also and get straddling. you everywhere. <laughs> I chose that word specifically for you too. Yeah, nice segue. Anyway. <laughs> I'm like, anyway. Yeah, but no, no, I think you're, you're absolutely right and, and I think – Everyone, or maybe not everyone, but a large majority of people might have had a moment where they were made to feel not smart enough to yeah, pursue science. science. And I certainly had my own experiences in that way as well. And it's kind of, yeah, people check out, it's, it's science, it's nerdy, I can't do it, I'm not smart enough. And it's, yeah. it's, that's not true. It's just everyone has very unique ways of learning. The education system obviously is backed up against it, mm. trying to teach thirty people with unique learning in yeah. small, you know. I do not envy teachers in it's, any you know, way. <laughs> it's, ins- it's insurmountable. So yeah. um, they're, they're doing the best they can, and, and it's all about saying, okay, well, how can we make the learning more uh, curated to each person, and in a way that they can enjoy what they do actually have a passion about, but they might have just had it, you know, knocked out of them a little bit. So yeah, yeah, no, I'm, I, I think it's it's really important. 
pop scientists or science communicators have a really important role, I think, too. Pop scientists, that's yeah. a great term. Yeah, no, that's... Um, I thought you said hot scientist. <laughs> I know, mean, like, yes, that there's also... Se- there's several things that sounds like I'm just being really arrogant. Well, is it sexy scientists and hot scientists? <laughs> um, but I didn't mean it that way. Look, but honestly, I think um, what you do very well in this book is that you go deep enough where it's educational, but you still give us a lot of subject matters so it doesn't become overwhelming and mm. also... It's like a gateway it, it drug It doesn't make space. me feel dumb. Yeah. yeah. It's but like, it is. It's like, it, like I can read it and not feel stupid. I'm like, oh, no, I'm understanding what he's putting out here. Yeah. Yeah, no, absolutely. And I think... And in the book. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's just tumbling out. Just, you're literally I'm tired today. You're literally our Insta and TikTok troll. Yeah. Like you're the voice of the troll. I'm yeah. watching it live and I'm just like, hey. All thousand questions for you. Oh man. But yeah, no, I think I think it's it is it is really yeah, it's a I bit know. like that, actually. <laughs> today and we're not okay. Oh. We're not okay. It's not that hot outside. Just it's just in your, here. You just take your own top off. No, let's work up to that. We'll do a prototype of it. Yeah. So one of the things we love to do on Feast is like dive really deep into things that are quirky and a little bit taboo and a little bit stigma and aliens is definitely that. It would be remiss of us to have an astrophysicist on the show and not say what is your take on alien life. <gasps> Area 51, like dig deep. Area 51. Oh, okay. Also, the shooting down of the five UFOs in. Oh, yeah, the, the balloons. The, well, the, well, one of them was a balloon, but the other ones, they were like, we don't know if it's Chinese. Yeah, yeah. Okay, the memes about that balloon, like the internet is so funny. Yeah. They came out within like 25 minutes and they were the funniest things I've ever seen. I was like, okay. We just threw a lot of subjects at you. There was yeah. well going <laughs> questions in there. Global Which one do you want to yeah, yeah. break it down? Uh, yeah. Is Beyonce okay, releasing least... another album today? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Are we all flying to Spain in the middle of the year? Yes. Oh, okay. Thank all right. You. Let's let's go down the list. I'll start with aliens. So Please do. My, my position on that. So I, this is probably my most asked question whenever yes. I present something or attend something where there's a Q&A kind of element yeah, to it. really? It's probably so the most asked question. Everyone wants to know. And I, I do find it... Flattering that, like, if there was some conspiracy theory in Area Fifty One, that that I would be one of the people yeah, that, the that, people, that would yeah. be told. <laughs> it's like you know, high level government classification, your Mad president, idea. and then oh, there's this bloke down in Australia. <laughs> let him know what's going on. Yeah, yeah. He was on the Bachelor. Yeah, yeah he's pretty important. He's yeah, entertainer. So he's good he's for Khan he's good Ong's friends. Yeah. So <laughs> there you go. He's got good reach. That's his title. <laughs> <laughs> and um, exposure reach. Yeah, yeah. So. <sighs> Um, I hate you. <laughs> I know my role here, guys. Yeah, no, I know good. my role. Keep throwing the fuel on. That's good. So, yes, I always say I think that, yes, life beyond Earth exists. I think it's not common, but it's not uncommon. Okay. I think that it is a case of you put all the right ingredients for life uh, together yep. and life does spontaneously kick off. Like and an amazing I, dish. It's like, like scientifically, ooh, it's is, like scientifically impossible, right, for there not to be some kind of extraterrestrial life. It would be weird, like from the numbers point of view. I think it's it, it would be really, really strange to but, not have any other life, and, and probably more terrifying if but, there was more. No, if there wasn't, but yeah. When we're talking life, we're not talking like humans. We're talking like it could be down to like a cellular level, correct? Like a germ level, okay. like a not virus, like the green, like, not the old no. little green aliens. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it could be as simple as like it's a strain of. 
I don't know, germs that live out there. Yeah, 100%. There's a worm yeah. on yeah. Mars. Yeah. Either and worms even, worms even getting too complex. So Whoa. even Yeah, so we're talking kind of like microbial, single cellular. <laughs> I love know, this is This is also in the, the book. book. Yeah, <laughs> he nailed the brief. So I think that kind of very simple life, that okay. is actually, I think, not an uncommon thing to happen in the universe. Okay. I think that the more challenging or the highly rare thing to happen is the jump from that simplistic life form to complex life form. Like human-esque. I mean, not even human-esque. Like I said, you like, said a worm. Yeah. Like that's kind oh. of complex or even like plant life, yeah, um, okay. coral. Really, you know, things that relative to us are very basic. Yeah. But relative to a single cellular organism or really, really simple you know, we're talking the early kind of progenitors to yeah, wow. single cell progenitor, life form. I haven't heard that word in so long. It's uh, so right, right. I mean, Just it's drop progenitor. I work it in whenever <laughs> I can. <am>. Mitochondria. <laughs> the yeah. Cells. Protons. Yeah. Neutrons. You, we're nailing it now. Yeah, we're yeah, flying. we're really advanced. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, wow. I think I think that that's the jump. And then once you have that jump to complex life, I think then kind of the natural selection takes over. And I think the, the changes from that very simple complex life to humans is much less profound yeah. than that jump from very, very basic, you know, the jump between prokaryotic and eukaryotic life, that oh kind God. of Again, change. year eight. I'm like, my brain's like, oh, my God. Yeah. So 2007? I, yeah. yeah. So I think, I think that's the rarity. And then the other one as well is if life does develop to be complex and, yeah. and you know, human-like or, or dinosaur-like or whatever – Natural selection doesn't have a preference for intelligence. I think there's this common misconception that we think that evolution wants to go to intelligence. That's yeah. like the end goal. And that's not the case. It's natural selection just figures out what's going to be best at propagating its species. And living. Yeah. And living. And, you know, the, the dinosaurs cruised around for several hundred million years and they never got smarter. They never were building, yeah. you know, civilizations or anything. We don't know that. It just so – We don't know that. We, I mean yeah. – We don't know that. We've got we're Atlantis robust. was dinosaurs. This yeah. is okay. true. Yeah. <laughs> they were gay dinosaurs. They, were, they had a world pride parade. Yeah. Okay. With the dinosaurs. They were all right. The dinosaurs were rainbow in amongst themselves. This, yeah, look, I've, made, I've, jumped, I've jumped the shark here yeah. actually a little bit. You jumped the progress shark. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Do you ever get so, – because I sometimes have these – deep space reflections. I love reading about like Annie Jacobson's book on Area 51. I don't know if you've read it. Oh, oh I have to give you this book. Okay. It's incredible. It's the definitive CIA history of Area 51. Yep. And it's from the, the day that America had to acknowledge the word Area 51 and it right. combined. She was the journalist who broke the story on the first worker from inside who wanted to talk right. about everything that happened and then it pulls together everything about what were UFOs, what weren't. Anyway, so interesting. But I go into like an existential hole. Like the more I think about space beyond just the ground we walk on and our day-to-day existence, like you have to sometimes pull your brain back to like don't think too like what is the purpose of the universe or you, you just get totally fucked up. Yeah. How do you, you work in that space? Or you get sad. Yeah, like circle yeah. of life but then in a sad way. Yeah, and I'm like – yeah, cool. There's all this other stuff happening, and I'm a speck. I'm a dot. Like among like 
however billions of dots in yeah. the world. <laughs> yeah. and, and, and I'm not a precious princess. And I'm on like another dot that's yeah. like a part of a billion <laughs> yeah. other dots yeah. in the like, solar system. I'm yeah. like FOMO for other star systems, basically. Yeah. 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 I'm like, I, what I, is this yeah. fucking Milky Way? How do we know that's the best way exactly. to be in? Exactly. I mean. Do you get like wigged out? I do at times, yeah. Okay. I, I think you kind of. One of the ones that always wigs me out is the timelines as well. You know. Oh, don't time time is distant. Oh no, yeah, I can't yeah, do it. That one, no, you no. know. Like, think about <laughs> even this one. Like think about it's like us, light years you know, away. Yeah. Twenty twenty three as well. Imagine when our years have to be five digits instead of four digits oh. in your date. So going to you know the year ten thousand and onwards, and it's kind of like messes with your head because imagine think about how far we've gone from year one to year two thousand. Imagine now year two thousand to year ten thousand. Ew, year 10,000. Ew, It's like, you know, Y2K, but all the dates needed an extra digit in there. So it's like, I mean, obviously we'll have solved that many times over in the next hundred years. But like it's just, it messes with your head when you start kind of thinking about the sizes and scales and time scales, all these things. To go back to your original question, I just kind of head in the sand a lot of the yeah, time. Yeah, do you just to have honest. to block it out? Yeah, like some of the really large scale structure discussions, which is the field of cosmology, the kind of structure and evolution beginning and end of the universe, very existential stuff. Yeah, I and can't. it really messes your head. And I, I don't know what's going on there. And I let people much smarter than myself deal with all of that. Um, but the stuff I look at, yeah, the planets outside the solar system, I think that's got a different level of existential crisis being are there other aliens are there you know civilizations looking at us mm-hmm. we've been oh, blasting so out weird. radio waves for 50 years <gasps> has someone heard those radio waves oh are my we, god there's a there's a theory oh, yeah, tell, us, tell us tell us there's one so it's called the i think it's called the dark forest theory it's the idea you know with all these it's this is all part of what's called the fermi paradox there's so many planets and stars there should be statistically another life form. Why haven't mm-hmm. we discovered it? Yeah. So one of the hypotheses or hypothetical answers to this is the dark forest theory, which is basically <laughs> like in a dark forest. If you're in a dark forest, you wouldn't go around making noise because you don't know what's out there that might want to come and hurt you and eat you, a monster, bear, whatever. And so it's saying that us making all this noise, sending out, blasting out radio waves and all Everyone this. Everyone else is like- Are there these really dangerous alien civilizations that are, are thinking- Oh look, there's someone there. Let's go, you know, plunder their resources, exterminate but, them. Oh my god! So it's like, are we, you know, being really noisy, uh, obnoxious? Obnoxious. Yes, we are. <laughs> also, if that hasn't happened, maybe they just don't give a shit. Well, well that's they another can't one. See us. Maybe we're too far away. There's loads. So another one's there's one that's we're, we're just in the dodgy part of the Milky Way galaxy. Yeah. So no one wants to come check it out. We're like Frankston yeah. or something. <laughs> Oh my god, you're gonna get so much hate. Yeah, I know, sorry, actually, Frank's beaches are beautiful. Yeah, I, don't, yeah. I can't believe you just named okay, an like, actual something. I know, I know, I know. I'm getting a cancel. Oh my god, like I'm a- sorry, I love Frankston. <laughs> Frankston Beach is beautiful. Dig up, dig up. Um, <laughs> but yeah, another one is that like they're so advanced. They, they don't they, care. Yeah, they just don't care. It's like you don't you're not trying to engage with ants on the ground, right? Well, when I'm young I did. Okay, so yeah, what maybe, maybe think some werewolves. Yeah, what if they're like exactly? Yeah, so like you're not going down and trying to suss out, you know, the um, political structures of the worm colony. Right? I mean, some days that's I mean, what I'm about. Yeah. Yeah. Seize no, the yay you know in any way I, that you feel joyful. I now <laughs> think that that theory doesn't make sense. Why's that? Because no matter how much you don't care about ants and worms, <laughs> there's like one person in like I don't know. 
a, a town that would care about the ants and would care about the worms and would study them, right? So let's say that we're so insignificant that, like, the, as a whole, no one cares about us. But yeah. there'd be but a Dr. Be Matt one, Agnew over yeah, there. there would be one person that would care about us. Yeah, so let me offer an alternative postulate, which is... Maybe they've already done that. They came 50,000 years ago, pinched like, a, yeah. like a handful of humans. They've done their studies and they're like, all right, sweet. This is bullshit. They don't have a because Wi-Fi. Have a, you know, I volunteer. <laughs> they, could, they could have already – and that's the thing, right? Like if we're I volunteer. <laughs> it's I do ropes. No, because like, I'm like, no, no, I don't care about that. I'm like, think about how much information I would have if I got back. Yeah, I would yeah. be like, God. okay, so this happened to me. I got abducted and um, – You'd write another book. Like four extra legs. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> Get all the augmentations yeah. that they have to offer, oh these cybernetics. Yeah. That'd be I crazy. can live for thousands of years now. <laughs> I volunteer. I vo- <laughs> Come and abduct me right now. So up. I feel as though we can continue to speak about astrophysics and space and really nerd out for like 15 more hours, but I think that I want to go the other direction and just like go <laughs> numb brain. Okay. Which is my favourite thing about our friendship because we do both of those things. Yeah. Our conversations with Matt are either what is the scientific hypothesis about blah, 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 space-time continuum or... How many pastries can you eat in like <laughs> Yeah, how day? do you delete pastries? <laughs> and You know, or like... I don't know. So, we just have great a great balance. So this is I would a, say. so this I think this will be everyone's kind of like natural thought. How does an astrophysicist become the bachelor? <laughs> like how does that process how do you get from being a doctor to there? Yeah, no, that was uh yeah, an interesting <laughs> trajectory. Interesting trajectory, not one I foresaw. But um This is my favorite story, by the way. So I, I applied it would have been 2017 or 2018, I can't remember. I applied for the Bachelorette and it was kind of- You wanted of, to compete. Well, I mean, I don't think anyone- I mean, I don't think that would have worked well for you. Probably not, but like I think- <laughs> Tell them what you really think. <laughs> no, I'm like, you wouldn't have done well no, is no, what I'm saying. No, I'm saying that like if he were to have to compete for someone's attention, yeah. think about how that would like- you would just get annoyed the whole time. Yeah, it's a, yeah. I imagine the dynamic from that side is. Like I want to be the centre of attention, yeah. basically. But I think like you'd have to be like you know to, to have tickets on yourself to to apply to be the the bachelor. The bachelor. I think. Yeah, I see. I, I mean, see I, I might mean. have accidentally insulted some if that's what some of them have done. <laughs> but I I applied for the bachelorette. I uh, had been single for a long time. I was just using dating apps, and I thought, oh, this will be a bit of a laugh. You know, yeah. I, I'll might meet someone great, or at least I'll have like a unique experience, kind of. Thing. But back then, Just, people were getting married. Yeah, like, they had a lot of success. Those seasons were marriage material. Speaking of dating apps, people sliding into my DMs saying that you're not replying to them on Bumble. I'm... Um, I'm not on Bumble. I, I have in the past been on Bumble, but yeah. I've, you're just I not deleted, monitoring that account. No. Well, no, no, I deleted the account. I, I deleted it. So, like, I don't know how everyone else approaches dating, but I find you, you kind of have to almost do it in bursts because oh, you can get the kind burst of method. you can get fatigued dating fatigue, yeah, okay. right? So, I deleted the apps and, and deleted my account. I didn't just delete the app on the phone. I actually logged in and deleted my account. Oh. Um, it would have been, I reckon, more than twelve months ago. So if, if people, if I'm not replying, then it's, it's actually not a me. Catfish. Right, okay, are you on any dating apps right now? No. Okay, so if you're at home and you've slid into my DMs and told me that Matt's not replying to you, it's not Matt. It's not Matt. <laughs> <laughs> I had, PSA. It yeah. is not. 
Real well, it's nice that like they're not replying though, because it means that they're not doing any damage. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, <laughs> yeah, I guess so. I've I've had people send me pictures and they're like, oh, my friend got really excited because they matched with you, and it was me. I think I was in a completely different city as well. Uh, I was, I was like, well, I don't have an app, but I also me. don't live yeah. in there. <laughs> so yeah, there's there's definitely some catfish. So I apologise for my catfishing uh, that's happening, and, and you know, so people getting I, I would people getting like ghosted. Yeah. Yeah. It's just photos of Matt and I, and I'm like looking for the third. <laughs> I like it. I like it. But surely there's a bachelor coming up that's for throubles. I'm sure yeah. there's going to be a version you'd, coming out soon. You'd think so. I mean, maybe it's a different, you know, they, they rebadge it or rename it or something like different that. But structure. I, I imagine, I mean, that's the way there's there's a lot more discourse around the different dynamics of, of relationships, mm. not just your kind of Thrupple needs to be one of our topics, by the way. Yeah, yeah. Anyone thruple, yeah. listening, by the way, who is in a thruple, please let us know. Okay, yeah. so we're going to go back to the, the fact that you applied to be on the Bachelorette, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I applied to be on that, and then I got through to the the interview stage. Which, uh, if yeah, I'm, I imagine other people who have gone on and been one of the women on the Bachelor or men on the Bachelorette can attest to the fact that it's a really weird process. I can't even imagine. Um, you asked all these weird questions. You had to like dance to. They put on three different songs, and you had to whichever one kind of spoke to you. You had to get up and dance. Just what, by yourself. What did you dance well, to? no, it was like you'd be in a line with a bunch oh of. Oh my god, that's, that's so funny. What did you dance to? Um, I think it was horses. I think by Braithwaite. What? I think that was what I danced. Yeah, that I can't is- remember. I. What other? What, what How are the do you options? even dance to that song? Um, I can't. I, that's literally the only one I can remember. I can't remember the other ones. But there was also so where I did it was in the bottom of a hotel, and there was a bar there, and it was in the morning, and so I I went in, but. When I went out to the bar after, I went and got a coffee and the bartender was saying, oh, yeah, there's been a few of these. And one of them was, I think, for um, the women for The Bachelor like a month ago. And they said that a lot of them were rolling in and smashing vodka shots at eight in the morning. Because they knew that. Because they were nervous. Well, I, they might have known that, but just being nervous, that. it's kind I've, of. I've, yeah, I've, I've had shots before a big audition. Interview. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be better, I reckon. Yeah, no. I'm I'm like, 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 you, you know how like sometimes we're clammy when yeah. I turn up to an event? I'm a like right like, now, I'm extremely clammy right no. now. <laughs> <Ew>. <laughs> you know how like sometimes we turn up to events and we're just kind of yeah, like, hi, yeah. how are you? And then like two drinks in, I'm like, yeah, yeah. Right, let's do this. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 totally. So yeah, and then I had a bunch of stuff on when they were intended to film. And so I said, oh, look, yeah, thanks, but no thanks. I'm not interested in pursuing things further and they, they called me a couple of times and then the following year they called me out of the blue and said oh do you want to do it this year and again i was like no 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 i've got i'm busy again and then the following year oh my God, two years later two years yeah two years later and then i was like oh i was single again and i was like, oh i'll apply for the bachelorette so i applied again and i got called up for an interview had a zoom then i got called up for another interview in person where a bunch of the, you know, high-level directors and, and production were coming down. Execs, yeah. The execs, yeah. And so up until then I assumed it was, I was, you know, interviewing for The Bachelorette and it wasn't until kind of one of them said, oh, so, you know, how are you going to manage your time and deal with some of the conflict between the women? I said, well, what do you mean women? It's just it's just the one, isn't it? Oh, you didn't know. And they, they said, no, 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 because, you know, The Bachelor, there's lots of women. <laughs> Let me explain the concept to yeah. you, Matt. And I mean, look, I, <laughs> I, you know, I hadn't watched much, so I didn't, I wasn't familiar that much with the dynamic, but I knew the basics yeah. of like, you know, the, One the numbers, dude, yeah. lots of chicks. So it was, yeah, it was kind of about three interviews in that I realised that they were actually Whoa. putting me forward for, for the a Bachelor. different show. And like my application, <laughs> like the video I had to film, it's all, you know, the Bachelorette. Bachelorette. It's all like I'm applying <gasps> on the Bachelorette. 
And so it just kind of changed. And then I remember every there were several more interviews and everyone I went to, I was like, oh, I'm just waiting for them to say, oh, you know, you're great, but, you know, thanks. Yeah. No thanks. Same. And it just kept. <laughs> and it just, never, like it, just, like- it just never it just never came. And then eventually they called up and, and said, do you want to come you're film it. this in a month? And I said. Jesus. Yeah, I, I think I do. Oh, my God. Was Wild. That, yeah. Is, is that really confronting though? Like is it really hard? Because like you're now the main course. Um <laughs> you've got an earpiece in your ear, like you're like I don't know. Like I feel like you're talking to all of these people and like you're gonna have to let them down. Yeah, I found it really challenging. I don't know how others have found it when they've been in my position, but certainly even from the very start, you know, the first people you're sending home. Mm. You know, you barely know them, yeah, but it's still, like it's still yeah. like you know this is you're hurting someone. Yeah, and so the the <laughs> sorry, I'm dying. I told you like something quite emotional. <laughs> <laughs> what if something's triggered you? <laughs> I can't say. I can't say. Oh, it's something saucy. <laughs> something a bit naughty. Okay. Um, yeah. So no, that's that's definitely a, a hard part of it, and I, I never got used to that. It was yeah. always really hard, and I try to do it in the most respectful way I could, and and it's hard to do that. But yeah. it was also just very jarring. You know, I, I was just like a, a a nerdy guy who you know doing talks at libraries, doing talks at libraries. You, get, you know, a couple of dozen people. Some someone always grills you about Area Fifty One. Yeah, it was always me. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Hey, We'd hey, met aliens. much yeah. earlier. <laughs> yeah, I was, we met at the planetarium. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, um, and then suddenly you're thrown into this, yeah, time. thrown into this dynamic where you're suddenly seen as this, yeah, quite. You're meant to be driving it yeah, almost yeah, yeah. a lot. So yeah, it was it was quite confronting and and very challenging. There were aspects I never got used to, but you you know you do your best and try and be as kind as you can throughout. I love it. I was like, I would probably have gone the other way and been like, <laughs> ha ha, sucks to be you, cut. <laughs> <laughs> no, I wouldn't have. Like, I say that, and then if I, I was ever in that position, I would be like, "All oh, these people are gonna be sad." Like, <laughs> I love how he's like brutal, but then when it actually comes down to it, he's like, "No, but I love you. I love people, kindness." Like, yeah. I like it. Like, you never know what you're gonna get. I know, just flop in between. Because even last night, like we were we were texting last night, and I was like. I hate you. This is done. I'm over this. Like, I don't want any more of this. Yeah. There was a few quarrels. Yeah. <laughs> I know. We had this talk before you got here. We were oh, like, sometimes when Khan's pissed off and you're like, I don't know why he's pissed off. So I can't change anything. But let's just, we'll just work around it. And the yeah. next minute he's like. the party <laughs> that I was at. It was because I'd only just got to this other one and because there was a massive – there was a disconnect between the starting times of each party. So there was you, – when I love this first word problem. The first parties were at different the times. The parties weren't aligned. Oh. So I, I was in – we were both in Sydney, basically. We were, last night we were both in Sydney. He had a party to go to. I had a party to go to. But we are like, yeah, let's hang out after our parties. So my party was earlier – and at eight his party was a little later. Like at nine o'clock, I was like, okay, okay you've, you've been at your party for an hour. Are you going to come and see me? Okay, but his party was lit. It was really well, lit. Well, I got invited to that party as well, but I had to choose my friend. Oh, over the lit yes. stuff. Okay. Yes. But like the, the the friend's party was good. It was Joel Creasy. Like it was, he was I launching a TV Joel. show. So yeah. like, I'm, I'm like, oh, I saw that. Yeah, yeah, so I'm yeah. Like, it wasn't yeah. a shit party. It was like yeah. still yeah. really fun. Yeah. Like, yeah. fun parties. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, but like, I was like trying to get him to come to me and he just wouldn't. And then he was not replying for some like five minutes or something. And I got annoyed because I had had like three martinis. And so I was literally like, you know what? I'm done with this. Like, I, I hate done. you. I, I hate done. you. Yeah, there was Khan no only love. says two things to you. I hate you or I love you. And yeah. it's like, I'm very confused at this point. <laughs> we were bouncing back and forth <laughs> last night. 
<laughs> okay, which takes us to we have been talking for quite a while and I don't think we can move any further along in this episode without addressing Khan put up a little question box oh, yeah. a couple of days ago and we got like 75,000 of the same question. And I can't let you two chat any further about last night, last week, last month without asking the question on everybody's lips. What are you guys? What is this? What is going on here? I need to know too. What? What is happening? It has been, it's been worded as like, what the fuck is going on um, there? Are they a couple? Are they dating? Are you fucking? Like so many different questions. You know what I find really interesting about this? I was like, yep, I'm going to be so chill. We're talking about this. And then like. Stall, stall. And then like, as soon as you You started. You guys haven't spoken about it either. I'm like, (laughs) I don't know what to say. And you never get uncomfortable like that. (laughs) Oh, it's so cute. The main question is, are you guys dating? And Um, to be fair, I reshared this story. I didn't even have a question box and I got at least 25, like, are they datings? Also, could Matt wear less clothes? (laughs) As if I have control over that situation. I like like that assumption that you're in charge. I'm just in charge. Providing direction to me. So let's start at the beginning. Yeah. So like Okay, tell. Tell all. So I obviously thought he was really hot. When I saw him on The Bachelor. Yeah. Oh, right back at the TV show. I didn't, okay. I didn't know this part of it. This is uh, no, this is first time content. Because you chose you chose Chelsea and I was friends with Chelsea. So that, oh, that's so why I knew. You guys went to school uh, together, didn't right, you? Yeah, yeah. No, we went out together. We didn't go to school together. Oh. So when we were young, we weren't like at like school at, time. Yeah, it's like yeah, okay. like you know, like when you're we 17, 18, 19. Yeah. Yep. So, yeah. So that's how that all happened. And I thought he was really hot. And then then I slid into your DMs like four years ago, maybe three uh, years ago. Was I was in Sydney. DM? I was in Sydney. Yeah, so it was twenty twenty one. I reckon. It was also, been. two years ago. Two years ago. Oh my god! During COVID. Yeah. Oh. It yeah. Would, I mean, it was it during be, COVID. Yeah, it was. But not a lot. No, it was towards the end of. Sydney might have been in lockdown, actually, I think. Yeah, so I slid into his DMs and I think I, I called him a daddy or something. No, I, I remember it was. It <laughs> can was, you please find the message? No, I mean, I'd have to go back, but I can remember what it was. The message was woof. <laughs> Stop it! That's actually better than that's Daddy. actually cute. Well, I, but like, I actually, whoa. I actually googled it because I was. I You're like, what does that mean? Yeah, basically, I was like, does this mean something? Is this, is this slang? Or, yeah, is it? I didn't know. So I actually, googled, I were you topless? In the photo, I think that prompted the wolf. right. Okay, yeah. cool. That is so fucking cute. So I, I googled it because I was I like, googled. is it a code? What oh, does this it mean? Is so embarrassing <laughs> that we're talking about this. Like. Because I thought I just called you daddy. Like, I love that it was Wolf. That's hilarious. Oh, my God. I'm like I'm getting I'm never, ever going to let you live that down. Every time I see him, I'm going to be like, hey, Wolf. Wolf. Yeah. Wolf. And then we just started talking on Instagram about nothing. And then I think the first time I met you was I was up there to see Abby. No, I think it was like, oh, shit. Actually, I can't remember. <laughs> I know one of the one of the both of you were like, shit. What's the other one going to say? No, because I can't. I can't. <laughs> I think. I think. I actually. I think I just came around yours for dinner one day. I think I was flying down to Melbourne for like work or something. No, I was in that town. can't be it. I, I definitely met you before you came over for dinner. Okay, right. So, and I read- <laughs> must have been must have been up in Sydney then. It was in Sydney. No, yeah. like the first time I met you, it was in Sydney, and I felt like it was through Abby. It must have been. Yeah, but yeah. it wasn't her birthday. It was like a random thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it wasn't like that where we all sat down and had dinner together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because yeah. we were already friends at that point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Her birthday, yeah, yeah. No, so it was before that. It was, yeah, look. Oh, look, <laughs> the rest is history, right? <laughs> <laughs> but do you know the funniest thing is I've, I got a lot of questions being like, is Abby upset 
that you and Matt are so close. I'm like, no, she fucking like pushed this. Like, yeah, she, she loves this situation. Yeah, she, yeah. She, she's like, oh, you've got someone to like hang out with Matt while I'm in Sydney. <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. So. Um, yeah, so we we I just listened to your DMs. We became friends. Then we started having dinners. And then you moved to Melbourne and then we became more we, friends. We could have more frequent dinners, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I think that's kind of it. It was like I'm a really fairly- shy about it was, this. Yeah, I know, it's no, really why? weird. It's, it, was, it was, yeah, it was a fairly kind of organic just friendship that developed. It was, I mean, obviously, you know, the- the less organic part was that it kind of was broken on Instagram and DMs. And then you banged. Uh, no, I'm kidding. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, we didn't. Sorry. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, then we just, just became really good mates. Had just obviously a lot in common, enjoyed hanging out. And, I mean, there's, there's not really much more to add. I think, you know, much to maybe people's disappointment. I think people are devastated That right we're now. not an item. There we're is not- a collective devastation I, think, I can hear through I, our audience. I think what's confusing for people at home is that it's not a very conventional gay man, straight man relationship. I was going to say, I think people confuse affection yeah. between friends. If one of you is gay, they're like, mm. oh. Matt's by obviously. Like yeah. conclusion is yep. bang. Like because they don't see that kind of yeah. friendship that's so close very often, and then they just assume, well, it must be because like, they're in love with it each other. It would be so normal for me to <laughs> for us to have cuddle night. Like yeah. that's totally normal. Like we literally would just watch a movie and we will spoon. Yeah, like, that's normal. Yeah, but when we do it, it becomes like a oh, they must be dating. Yeah, because they're spooning. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it's been yeah. so interesting watching people's reactions. It, yeah, because us hanging out all the time is not even an issue. Like yeah. not a question. Yeah, it's. Hundred percent, I agree. I think that's exactly what it is. It's the lack of affection men, straight men, show other men mm. that people assume that. Oh well, obviously it must be something sexual then. Hundred percent. And mm. so I think physical touch is not allowed as a love language yeah, between straight men. I think being affectionate and you know tactile with your friends, and I think blokes especially need to do more of this. Mm. Like everyone should be comfortable enough in their sexuality that they don't feel like you know, uncomfortable showing affection and physical contact with their friends, men or women, assuming obviously that both parties are on board. But, um, (laughs) you know, yeah, Yeah. consent. But like, It was all consensual, guys. Just putting that on the table. Yeah, I think it's really like there's that random line in the sand that people are like, oh, no, blokes can't show affection to one another. And it's like, that's stupid. Yeah. And so I think exactly that. It's it's seen as, oh, well, if if it's affection, it must be. I was going to say it fills the spot, but then I'm like, no, that's good. <laughs> you can't even <laughs> say those words. I know. But it, it, it was kind of that, though. Like, I felt like we were friends and then it got to a point where we were both like, do you just want to, like, come and watch a movie and sit on the couch and just, like, hold hands? Like, yeah, yeah and just have, like, like, a nice it was, time. It was literally, like, we were missing those that thing. Yeah. That, it was the affection that we were missing. Like, I'm like, I can go have sex with, like, ten guys this weekend. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Like tickets? No, yeah. like, I feel like it's 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 the gay world. You can no, just have sex whenever you want. I know it's so um, weird. It's like, so weird. I, I could never get that. Like, but what I was missing was the companionship. Yeah. Like I was like, the sex is easy, but like the actual like yeah friendship yeah. And, and company. Yeah, the company and, like, was yeah. the hard thing to find. Yeah. And so it kind of just worked. Yeah. And we like humans are very social creatures, and there's you know research with you know, cuddles and embraces and how that releases dopamine and, and makes totally. you feel good. And mm. so everyone, women and men, cuddling is important, that that physical comfort and being able to, I don't know, feel safe. And 
don't know. It's just it's it's something that is inherently human. It's not inherently female, and mm. I think that's the kind of cultural norm that needs to be uprooted yeah. and you yeah. know discarded. It, it's everyone wants physical contact and you know inclusion and comfort and cuddles and embraces and all of that yes. stuff. And so. Yeah, it's something that should definitely be normalised. And yeah, it was it was great that like you could be having a lousy day, and it's like right, let's have a let's have let's a movie watch night. movie night. Let's you know have a cuddle, and then it's it, it does it helps you feel mentally better. feel better, even 100%. if you're having a you know shit house day. So 100%. we we usually do it on Tuesdays, but like I last love week. you have a little day. It's so cute. I'm like I can't say can't on Tuesday. That's Matt's day. Um, <laughs> but then um, last week I was like fragile, so I was like on a Monday. I'm like, is there any chance that you want to like? Come over today. Oh my god! Bring, bring it forward a day. Yeah, I'm in need. Did. I'm in need. No, nah, we didn't bring it forward. We just doubled up. So we just did Monday, Tuesday. Yeah, we did both days. Whoa! So That's yeah, cute. but you kind of tricked me. Did I? Yeah, because I went to you thinking that there would be Pluto there, uh, and there yeah. was no dog. And yeah. I was like, oh, yeah. This is why I came. Yeah, no. How is Pluto? He's good. It's just. Ugh, this Matt's month I've been in and out a lot and obviously oh. tonight I'm flying to Perth. Yes. And so he's he's been in a kennel, which oh, um, I used to feel really horrible about because, you know, kennels, they, they can be lovely and obviously yeah, the people yeah. working there are great, but it's it's something quite intense for a dog. But yeah, yeah. He, when he gets picked up now, he charges over to get into the, the dog taxi. Like he obviously oh, is enjoying himself. Yeah. He recognises the person picking him up. He recognises the dog taxi and he's like, let's let's go. I'm ready. Well, he, it's, it's probably a situation where he has friends. Yeah, I think so. He's got buddies. Yeah, because he can be a bit aloof and reactive to other dogs at times. So yeah. I think – with the kennel, they often will, will you know, try a bunch of the other dogs that are there and find one where he does get along. So, I think, yeah, he does, he does enjoy himself as much as it saddens me when he's not in my house. I know he's in a safe place and enjoying himself. Oh, so. good baby. I think it's time for dessert. Yeah, because I'm like, I think I've, we've covered a lot of ground. A lot of ground. Yeah. A lot of ground. Yeah. ground okay. Kids. So I I'm did- also so sweaty. Ah, uh, same. Like yeah. I've yep. increasingly been hair stuck to face. Yeah, I've just been the- doing the old yeah. like shirt, <laughs> the old <laughs> shirt bellow. <laughs> I put up a question box, and a lot of questions came through. Majority of them. Are, one question came through. Well, uh, yes, but the, the, there was one or two others. Overwhelming. <laughs> Basically. Are you two in a relationship? Have you seen Matt naked? Are you and Matt kissing? Are you and Dr. Matt together? Are you two dating? When can we listen to the new podcast? Are you together? <laughs> Are you two and an item? Are you dating? Are you an item? Why do people keep saying item? Item. I think I said item in this That's show. also <laughs> such an old school way to describe yeah. it. Are they like going steady? Like, <laughs> going it's like steady. such a 1920s way to describe. Um, <laughs> is Matt by? Was Matt upset? Is Mickey upset? About Ooh, Valentine's is Day. Yeah. Oh, he got invited. He, <laughs> he had was dinner there. too. He was there. He got all in on the action. Yeah, no, I was upset. No. I was like, okay. Like, where's my like fuck Nick? But where is my delicious <laughs> dinner? So for for these questions, I don't expect paragraphs. I want quick fire from you. Okay. <sighs> okay. Yeah. So, are you actively looking for a future spouse, or are you just hunting down the next vanilla slice? <laughs> Shit. Right now, it's vanilla slice, but usually it's the former. Yeah. Love it. Quick and easy. Do you cut or do you pick your toenails? Oh, my God. That's so fucking gross. Yeah. Is that even a, is that a thing? Yeah. Yeah, I don't it think that's a thing. a thing. That, well, yeah. I mean, I cut. Like, oh, God, thank God. Oh, that makes me very uncomfortable with these people. <laughs> oh, what? You got the ick from a question. Yeah. Okay. I, I, you don't have to answer this one, but do you regret not picking Abby? No. And I've spoken with Abby about this before, actually. Mm. I think we're really happy with 
how things have turned out because we've got a friendship that is going to mm-hmm. be much, much long-lasting yep. than, than the relationship. Would a be. relationship, yeah. also given the dynamics and circumstances, they are. it is hard to navigate just from how things would, would begin. Mm. And so I think we're both really happy with the fact that we have this really strong friendship mm. that has a lot of understanding about the experiences that we went through and we've helped each other through some challenging kind of darker periods as well. So, yeah. no, I don't, I don't regret it. Love that. I don't think you should well, You should forget it. Uh, the next question is, would you date Abby again? And I think I already know that answer. So, Well, I mean, it kind of follows on from that, right? Yeah. Like, no, there's just there's so much more. In the friendship. Yeah, yeah. I was about to say value. It sounds like in a business <laughs> meeting. But, you <laughs> no, know, yeah, but, yeah, so much yeah. more. Yeah, so yeah. much depth. more you get out in depth. Yeah. Of, of Friendships are, are just as important as uh, Oh, I totally agree. I'm like, it. Do you want someone for life or do you want someone that you could potentially have a bad falling out with and never see again? Correct, yeah. Like, yeah. What food item on our trip was your favourite? Oh, man. Because Matt and I went to Vietnam together back in December to spend New Year's and we just had like a massive food tour for those of you at home that may not have known that. I feel like everyone Um, on the internet knows, but yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you watch the videos, I think every dish I said this was my favourite. So that's the videos. <laughs> I did actually think, yeah, oh, this uh, is just going to keep going every yeah, day. Yeah. Can, I, can I try and pick it? Okay, yeah, this might work better. So there's two that jump out at me. Okay. The skewer. Oh, the green leaf yeah. front. Yeah, your yeah. favourite dish. My yeah, favourite dish, was, but you oh, loved that I as well. I did love that, yeah. And the meatball. The meatball. Bun me, build your own bun Oh, me. yeah, no, nah, it's got to be that. Yeah. That was the, the one in Saigon, yeah? Yeah, in Saigon. Yeah, at yeah. That, that little cafe that your auntie would yeah. hang out. Yeah. I think, it, yeah, it would be that. That was insane. So, basically, it's a dish that it's it, it's served with a bun me, but it's like egg with a little bit of tomato paste. There's pate. There's um, jalor, which is a Vietnamese sausage, and so also meatballs and then herbs. And you kind of just like break off what you want and stuff it inside your bun me yourself. Um, very traditional. So I've got I've got the recipe somewhere on my Instagram. But when my the green skewer thing that initially did jump into my mind, I was like, I think it's probably that. But yeah, yeah the, the bun, the breakfast bun, me. Yeah. I think that's just edged but it out. I, I think the um, the skewer thing was like, I think I was talking it up so much, and you were like, "There's no way that it can be this good." And then you ate it, and you it, were like, it "Yeah, emetic big taste." It's one of those ones. Oh, this person's carrying on like a pork chop about how good this is. It's not going to hit them. Yeah, know? yeah, it can't. It and can't live up to delivered. it. Delivered, it landed. Oh. So it was, yeah, it was really good. What was something that we ate that you didn't like? There was nothing really I didn't like. There was stuff that I went in a bit kind of cautious, I mm-hmm. guess. That drink, you know, the one that had like the fruity. Yeah, and you thought it was like I thought it was savory. It was yeah. like I thought it was chutney and like yeah, it looked really weird. But what was it? So it's basically um a tamarind puree with peanuts, and then it's just topped with water. Oh wow! It was so delicious. But you were just expecting something. Well, else. Well, it I, looks like a it looks like a curry. Yeah. Oh. In cool. a, like like a curry drink. In and so a, I was looking yeah, at in a cup. And, yeah. Nah. And because <laughs> it was a hot day as well, I'm like, oh, gee, I don't know if this is going to be the right thing. But yeah, that was a bit cautious. And obviously, I was a bit cautious with um, Vitlom. Yes. Which is the the embryo embryo. Oh, embryo yeah. Egg. Okay. Yeah, um, yeah, I'm okay. obsessed with it. I'm, Amy and I have started buying it in Australia, and okay. we've been eating it here. Yes. So that one again, yeah, I, I like Ooh. that. But that's, I think, especially for a lot of Westerners, there's a bit of a mental hurdle that, yes. that they have to get over. But it's it is really tasty. Oh, this is funny. Does Matt Agnew secretly want to throw Mickey out? No, of the abso- house? Absolutely not. I love Mickey. <laughs> yeah. love I love Mickey. Couples from both directions. Yeah. Uh, do you regret your time on the Bachelor? This is probably 
You know, I said, are there aliens or do you believe in aliens is my most common question. This would probably be close to the one of the most common ones. No, I don't. There's certainly pros and cons to having gone on it. There's, you know, things like I've conceded a lot of ground as far as my private life goes. Mm. Obviously, anyone who's been thrown into the public like that, you, you open yourself up to a lot of commentary, criticism, scrutiny, unfairly or fairly. Mm-hmm. There are challenges, but I think also I went through a really unique experience a lot of people don't get to go through. I met a lot of wonderful people through the experience and then post as well. And then it's given me this platform that I can leverage to do things I'm passionate about, such as writing the book and you know, hopefully get people excited about science. There's, there's several other passions of mine I want to kind of explore. Mm. But um, but yeah, sorry, I was meant to be really quick, but I got carried away. But yeah, <laughs> no, no, so big question. Yeah, short short answer, no. I'm just gonna also add that um, going on that show in your the breakup of your relationship, you allowed a narrative to be kind of spun uh, around about you, and I feel like it's unfair because yeah. you just never got to give your side of the story. One, we're not gonna do it now, but I'm just saying that it's just unfair, and you kind of just like let it go. This one's for me. Here we go. Describe Matt in four words. Oh, I'm really looking forward to this. This is a great question. Oh, it's very uncomfortable. Kind, that's easy. Oh, that's really sweet. Uh, he never Shut says up, nice things. Stop it. Look, he hates it so much. Stop. He hates it. You guys know he hates nice things. Um, you're quite protective. Not in like a controlling way, but in more like a, a comfort way. Like, as in like, I will message you and just be like, hey, can I see you today? And he's like, why? Is it, are you okay? Is anything wrong? Like, like he like, you, you jump straight into like, are you okay? And I'm like, yeah, no, I've just got like Monday free. Like, yeah, yeah. but you jump straight into like oh, yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, it's like, do I need to like deploy support mode? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, you're, you're, yeah, you're nurturing, supportive, like kind, kind, kind's definitely there. You're also quite an introvert. Yeah, I think that surprises people a bit. Yeah. Like you're, you're an, is it an introverted extrovert or an extroverted introvert? I can never tell, but yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, like, because you come off as an extrovert, but you're not. Extroverted an extroverted introvert. introvert. Yeah. yeah. Because yeah. Yeah, cause you, you definitely are an introvert. Like there, there are moments when you're, I'm like, do you want to do this? And you're like, not really. Like, I don't want to go, I don't yeah. want to go there. Yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, absolutely. We'll talk about this exact thing. Yeah, that yeah. Like, yeah. A proper extrovert gains strength as they're socialising, mm. whereas- Which is you. Yeah, yeah, extroverted, introvert, they can be You still need quiet time, but mm, you're like, yeah. you you have much more of a self-charging battery than we do. Yeah. And you're, this one's an easy one, but like- Oh, my God. You're a really deep thinker. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's in really all sweet. aspects. That's really sweet. But like in all aspects yeah. of your life. It's not just like, you know, just intelligent stuff. It's like- emotions as well like yeah. you're just a deep thinker oh there, thank you this was, yeah, that, that was, was really like nice. a lot that nicer was, yeah, and more pg than i thought it was gonna yeah, be yeah really, oh I'm yeah really massive cock yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um is cooking a science or an art Boy, i think baking science i think yes. cooking's an art oh i love good that. answer is space weather coming up to wipe us out what space weather yeah I'm not sure exactly what that, know what that means. Uh, I'm going to say no. We don't. I don't want to go on <laughs> existential crises to run them up. <laughs> okay. So second last question is one meal. Last one. What is it? Uh, I know the dessert is sticky day pudding. 
the main. I know yours has got yours is like extensive. I feel like yours had about twelve things. No, involved, my mine's, mine's a sticky date pudding. It's just it's just got, I got a whiskey caramel instead of a butter scotch. No, no, sorry. I mean your final meal. Oh yeah, You've my final like, meal is like twenty four. Yeah, things. I'm just gonna do. I'm just gonna do three. <laughs> I'm gonna do like three just to keep it keep it simple. So sticky date put at the end. Look, it's probably gonna be basic, but it's probably gonna be. Italian, probably pizza as a main. Oh, yeah, you love, yeah. yeah. Um, as a main, not even an entree because you can do it. Oh, pizza can entree. I? Okay, pizza entree. I didn't know I could do okay. that. Yeah, no, pizza of entree. You can. Pizza entree. Last meal, you can do yeah, whatever you want. No, that's true. Okay, pizza entree. Gee, what's my main going to be then? No, I'm going to go out pizza on pizza main just because I'm, I'm failing here a bit. Entree, probably something like, I'm really bad at this, maybe like a uh, Caprese salad or something. No, no. I wouldn't no, want no, it no, to no, be no, a pastry. No, 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 no. Like your entree can be sweet or savoury. It can okay. be the size of a car if you want it to be. Okay, okay. Like don't worry about like the okay. actual. I think it's got to be. Okay, yeah. so I'm trying. Like, yeah. Okay. How will I balance here's, sweet and savoury? Here's the rules that I must like constrain. <laughs> like you can literally be like, I want fried chicken for dessert. I want five tubs of ice cream for main. Okay. Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. Okay. So brekkie. Sorry, not brekkie. <laughs> entree. <laughs> oh, no. Entree. Entree. <laughs> Entree, I think it's going to be waffles with fried chicken oh. as well as on the side a tub of ice cream. Not sure the flavour. Maybe salted caramel, dulce de leche, uh, cookies and cream, some, one of them, I think. Okay. Even though it's just a really classic vanilla as well. Ooh, uh, main, I think we're going to have, yeah, we're going to have a pizza. What's we're going to have so specific. probably pepperoni. Pepperoni yeah, love, pizza, love. just straight up pepperoni yeah. pizza, or you a to, four pepperoni. You have to come over, you, you both have to come over for pizza night. Yes, love that pizza party. Pizza I know we did a pizza party the other week, and it was a freaking fire. Yeah, because you have yeah. the oven now. The uni, yeah, the uni. Yeah. Yeah. uni. That wasn't sponsored. That no, is gifted to me, so yeah. I'm just going to say that was gifted. Yeah, um, but it's <laughs> amazing. Okay, and then your sorry. So main was yeah pizza, and I think a side. Some kind of barbecue side. meat, like um, brisket or pulled pork or something, yeah. and then yeah, sticky day, and then probably throw a cheesecake in there as well. Yeah, sticky. And then for dessert is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and then for dessert is cheesecake. <laughs> Gross. So, last question. I want to bring it back to the book and what you're currently doing around it. Firstly, where can we find it, and are you doing any events? Yeah, so all kind of main retailers, I guess. Mm. Um, so Just Google it. Yeah, I think Google it. It's going to be. We'll put all the link in the show notes. Of, yeah, your big, your big, you know, home retailers, Kmart and things like that, mm. as well as your 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 big bookstores, Dimex and uh, QBD. Mm. You can also buy it online through Booktopia. Mm-hmm. There's a link in my profile on Instagram, so you mm-hmm. can go straight. We'll put there. that in the show notes as well. Um, so that's the how you get it in terms of kind of events and things like that. I'm going to be talking at. Perth Writers Festival at the end of February. So I think it's the 26th. And then the following weekend, I'm going to be back in Melbourne talking at the Planetarium. Mm. I'm so excited for the Planetarium. We're going to the Planetarium. Yeah. Um, and I so, yeah, if you just kind of Google, I'll try and put a link in Instagram as well for that. But otherwise, just Google Planetarium Melbourne and, and my name. And uh, that, there's two shows back to back. I think it's on the Friday. So if you want to stalk Sarah, I think she's going to the later show. So if you're oh. um, if you're a Sarah stalker, feel free to no one get who is some listening tickets. to this episode is a Sarah stalker. Everyone is here for you too. No, not. Today they are one hundred percent here for you too. And also, are we in love? We're in love. 
Yeah, of course. So I think we're in love. It's so in love. Gotta embrace the love. I am 100% the third wheel here. And I'm, I'm not mad about it. You know, I'm okay with this. Third wheel's good. You'd I'm the third, the third wiggle wheel. in yeah. this bright-coloured wiggle situation yeah. that's going on today. Um, I'm going to just say thank you again for joining us. This has been a super fun and I think that we've disappointed a lot of people. Um, but or confirmed that you're both single, which actually makes a lot of people not as disappointed. Yeah, so true. it could be good news, bad news. Good speak, yep. So... At home, slide if you want to slide DMs. into Matt's DMs, <laughs> feel free because it worked very well for me. <laughs> Dr. Matt Agnew, astrophysicist, all-round nice guy, ex-bachelor, like just super hottie. Thank you so much for joining us. This has been absolutely amazing. Thank you so much. It's been, yeah, yeah a lot of fun. Thanks really, for being yeah. our first guest back. Pleasure. <gasps> and uh, we'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye. Subscribe. <laughs>